Shall we begin by doing a little stats attack, my loves? Oh, why not? Attack it. Take cover! Stat attack! Stack! 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 We are officially 50 episodes in, so let's see where we have got to. So... Nine times fifty, boys. Nine times fifty is four hundred and fifty. Well, well done. Yes, we have reviewed four hundred and fifty tracks. We are getting there. We're not quite a third of the way through, but we're not very far off at all. Um, in terms of how we're doing overall, so far we have kept two hundred and seventy-nine tracks from the four hundred and fifty, and only six of them have been in meter binned. So we're not well, quite well, on a that's two far, to one. That's far too high a ratio. We need to get more <laughs> of that shit in the bin. That, we've been far too kind there. That's fucking over 50%. Nah, that's not how we create a pantheon. I, I fell like deep down the rabbit hole with my stats. So I've done some like uh, correlations. I've done I've done some Z scores to see how we're all doing. I know you're all thrilled about it. Um, Woo! But a couple of interesting things have come out of it. So interestingly, we all really, really dislike the year 2000. Um, with the exception of Matt, who favours the year 2000. I thought you said we all hate you, According 2000. to current statistical analysis, you do. That's it. Sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll call him Millennium Matt now. Matt's got a real hatred of 1999, though. Like, off the charts, it spikes that Matt dislikes 99. If you're curious, dear listener, we're doing some like weird um, Z-score kind of weightings across the years here. Um, we all absolutely loathe the early 1960s with with like a deep and abiding passion. 61, 62, yeah. Yeah. We actually prefer the stuff from the 50s more than... Ooh, I, I mean, we're generalising here, surely. No, because, this uh... is what the stats say. <laughs> <laughs> the stats don't lie, mate. That being said, yeah, I well need then, more I'm data to, to properly... I'm going to have to go harder into the 50s now, then. <laughs> yeah, I need more data to properly extrapolate. But um, would you all like to know your favourite years? Yeah, please. please. So Matt's favourite year is... 2000! 1981. Oh, right. what a year! What a year. Craig's favourite year? Go on. 1981. Yes! <laughs> My favourite year is... 1988. <laughs> Ooh. PWL boy there. I don't know what to tell you about that. Um, other interesting things that have come up is... Um, I've done a couple of different things in terms of my analysis. Um, we're missing, because of the randomness of our kind of generator, we're missing a couple of things. So we are missing a little bit of stuff from kind of 84, 85 compared to what's actually in the available stuff. We've not right. pulled as much as you would expect to at this point. The same is true for kind of the mid-noughties and the very late 2010s. We're kind of lacking a little bit compared to the data set, but only a little bit. Some bad times ahead there. <laughs> Fucking six weeks of 2009. <laughs> And weirdly, we seem to have pulled a lot of stuff from the 99-2000 period, just as kind of random happenstance, really. But it's also the most populous year in the data set, so... Um, but do you want to get into the two big things? Yes, the two big things! 
Well, I can obviously do who's the most cautious and who is bin master general at the moment. Fuck that. <laughs> Hi. But I've also calculated who is the most contrarian. Ooh. Right. I'm, I'm going to need to know your workings. Is it possible to explain? Yes, it is. Show your maths. So, the person who consistently, if, say, two of us vote keep and one of us votes bin, it's the person who votes against the other two most commonly. I wonder yeah. who this might be. <laughs> The most, let's go nice first. So the most cautious of us, the person who's kept the most across the whole thing so far, is Matthew with 291 keeps. I don't like the, the word caution. It's <laughs> almost like that's because the aim is to bin and it's to judge fairly. And Put him between keep. the posts because he's the keeper. So the most, the person who bin the most... With 192 oh. bins. My God, he's nearly at his 200. <laughs> it's Craig. But that being yeah. said, I'm only four bins behind you, Craig. Like I'm, I'm coming it's up. It's not a back. fucking race, you prick. Me game. It's not a race. <laughs> it's not bin all songs ever. Number one, which would be a really poor title. In terms of the least contrarian, the person who let's put it this way, the person who gets their way the most often, Liam. Liam is on 393. Matt is on 408. So Matt is getting his way way more than I am. And Craig is on 381. Oh, it's quite it's relatively so, right, yeah. balanced. The person who is most contrarian, the person who mm. gets their way least often, like a red rag to a bull, is yeah. Mr. Craig Lowe. Hello. Hello, angry. Whilst I am in the middle of a Craig and Matt sandwich, getting it from <laughs> both. Sides. Thank and you, that Liam. is our status attack. Take cover! Right, let's do a pod. Pod me, you mother. to every number one ever here we go flying through the numbers again like some massive squawking bird of prey that preys only on music specifically music that hit the top of the uk charts we hit 50 episodes last week yet does your arrival this week catch us on a back slapping sesh a masturbatory moment of numerical flagellation no it mm. fucking does not in fact if anything we are more focused, more rapier-like in our wit, ears set to stun, and we've not even put a bin liner in. Like hungry hogs, <clears throat> a snaffling truffle. This triumvirate of tune finders, this cornucopia of communality, this melange toi, are ready to get our snout out in the dirt and hunt out the musical tuberaceae. Get your snout out for the lab. What's that? It's a bit of fucking set you free by entrance. Bingo, I'll whack it in my pouch. And here they are, lined up in the pig pen, ready to forage. It's the piggy that went to market, Mr. Craig Lowe. Here I go with the truffle shuffle. And, and the piggy that had roast beef, Dr. Liam Maloney. 
I once had roast beef and it definitely had like uh, an artery in it. Oh, like a tube? Ooh. Yeah. It's like a Brucey bonus, that. Uh, I've never been able to eat it since. Extra protein. Um, shall we name the machine? I think that'd be a great Indeed. idea. Here we go. This week's machine is called... Iron Modem. Love it. It's a it's one from our Patreon as well. Oh, lovely. I, I like it. Iron Modem. Okay. No messing. You see, you can tell it's from the Patreon. You know, they, it references these, these, technology that's twenty it, years old. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say about the uh, medium age of uh, listenership? <laughs> Well, we might get some youths doing some TikTok puns. Shall we do a show? Come on. If we must. Um, we're going to start with uh, me. Yay. Hello, me. Hello, me. Hello, me Watts. First up for me is unique number one, 1008. It was first number one on the 12th of March, 2004. Five. Any more facts for me, Eddie and the gang? It's been one week wonder. Surprisingly, this group's or this ensemble, um, they're only number one. Um, I personally can't stand them, but cool. two thousand and eight. Right, okay. <laughs> um, two thousand and five. The in two thousand and five. Yeah. <laughs> one a one week wonder in two thousand and five from an ensemble. Right, let's have a listen. It's gonna be a rock band, isn't it? No. Oh, oh, oh! Is it stere- stereophonics? Is Dakota? It is the stereophonics with Dakota. I feel like I need to skip it in because I did not recognise this song until it got to the chorus. Yeah. A worm. I love it, Craig. <laughs> Ruined it forever. Wonderful. You're Being welcome. like a worm. Yeah, you said he makes me feel a like worm. a worm. <laughs> right, what's your, view um, on the, what's your beef with stereophonics, Liam? Let's take it. Oh, let's get real talk. Them... I think this came up a few weeks back. We were talking about people who liked Robbie Williams and went to Robbie Williams' Nebworth. Yeah. It's the same people who listen to the stereophonics. No, in my it's not. I mean, it's still in the same vibe it as is. music for people that don't like music. Part-time supporters. But the Stereophonics' first album was held in very high regard in the music indie community. Yeah, I, I, I remember quite liking that and first it's a good album record. before they were big. Fuck me, they tailed off, though. Alas, we are yeah, not well. talking about that first record. We're here talking about Dakota from the album Language, Sex, Violence, Other Question oh, Which, no, the worm, which is not a bad album title by their standards. Why, what, what other... Just Enough Education to Perform or Jeep for Sharp. Was that the one that Pitchfork did the review where they just had that gif of a monkey pissing into its mouth? Anyway. um, Right, so let's quickly do a Stereophonics timeline. Release that first album. um, Word Gets Around. Way! Uh, Yeah, 97. To Acclaim. Indie Darlings. Indie Darlings. Performance and Cocktails follows. So does a bit of stadium because also they were Welsh which mattered at that point then they, they, 
the start of something was there was a bit of a beef with an enemy writer. They wrote a song called Mr. Writer about ju- music journalists. Oh, what yeah. a fucking stupid G- idea that is. Uh, and then there was a kind of a bit of a pile on for a, a good few years as he, Kelly Jones's, you know, 1960s R&B type voice was just weighted down by lumpen, you know, 80 BPM turds. And Dakota... It's just, it's not Rod Stewart, but it's Rod it's Stewart. It's not Rod Stewart, it's not Steve Marriott. It's, as Craig said, as, yeah, as Craig said a few weeks back, one of these things is not like the other. You know, um, yeah, he, he's got a great voice. They had they, just they by this point they completely jumped my shark, right? Which sounds dirty, but isn't Craig? Yes. Is that your opinion of this song? Just yes. Oh no, no. <laughs> I mean, nah, it's 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 fucking stereophonics. I mean, it's yawny yawny bore bore. It's. It's navel gazing rock of the mid noughties. It's which were two of the lesser stereophonic sound titles. <laughs> I did like Yoni Yoni Bobo. Only chat at number six though. For for me, it's just lacking. Well, actually, no. I need to be clear. So I find the stereophonics fairly abhorrent. This song is one of their less abhorrent moments. What's the right? Most abhorrent moment that jumps to mind for you, Liam. Stereophonics, go! Oh, handbags and glad rags. Instantly. There you are. (laughs) (laughs) What was the one he did with... That was like um, like a knee-jerk reflex. That just fucking... Mama told me not to come, Tom Jones. Leather dick. That was it, yeah. Um, Yeah. There was a new inclusion with this version of uh, Stereophonics. They booted out original drummer who ended up killing himself. Those things aren't related. Those things... Was that the guy with the big hair? Yeah, Stuart Cable. He had the big curly yeah, air. Big air. Shall we all do it? Big air. Big air. There we go. Ah, so they became a four-piece. Make piece. that mime up for yourself, dear listener. They became a four-piece, but the big addition on this record, and it's always a fucking alarm bell, leather jackets. Leather uh, yeah, jackets. Because we're all cool. I once claimed one of my party tricks was I was able to look at someone and work out just from looking at him, whether they'd ever owned and worn a leather jacket. So there you go. Um, a little wiki fist. Wiki fist, mate. Um, while the band were on tour in the United States, uh, Kelly, Rowan, uh, Kelly Jones wrote the lyrics in Vermilion in South Dakota, and the song's working title was originally named after it. After Slipknot released a song on their third album entitled Vermilion, and Mercury Rev released their sixth album with a song also on it called Vermilion, the band decided to change the title of the song. Do you know that's such a shame? That's as the interesting most, the most, as the song. The most unbelievable part of that entire story was Stereophonics tour in the US. <laughs> Just imagine, though, on a positive note... They were in that hotbed of culture that is... South Dakota. I don't know if this is positive or not, but or not, but just think, you don't have to say it, but just think about the word vermilion in a Welsh accent. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Right. Next. Please. Um so my second number one is 1189. Oof. It was number one for the first time on the 18th of February 2012. Um Oof. Iron Modem. Correct. Is that what we went with? Yes, yeah. Iron Modem. Um, give me some facts, please. It's been. I am the Ooh. One hit wonder, one week wonder. 
One hit, one week. Um, in 2012, this was huge. Huge. Uh, that's very good Donald Trump there, Liam. Huge. Oh. It's got a bit Donald Duck now, but okay. Fault. <laughs> um, any ideas? I, I I don't know what it is, but I'm going to guess now it's going to be Dog Turd. Um, yeah. I was a huge fan of this when this dropped, and I still rate this song. Oh, it's Gautier. And, as was Craig, you guessed this the other week, Craig. I did, I did, you're right. That is, of course, Gautier and Kimbra, somebody that I used to know. Um, I'm going to go first here. I'm going to pin my clothes to the mask and say I absolutely bloody love this song. I think it is beautiful. I love the fact it's a duet. You don't get a duet that kind of sounds like this anymore. Particularly like a big shouty. Obviously didn't hear Robbie Williams and Nicole Kidman's duet. I did not. Um, This kind of big shouty number. You know, like proper drunken sing-along. And I really kind of love it for that, which is something that I wouldn't normally say. Um, I also think that Gautier's album was exceptionally good. Making Mirrors. I saw him play it live. I actually bothered to go and see live music. This tells you how much I enjoyed this record. <laughs> There's stuff on there that's really interesting, like um, Eyes Wide Open and I Feel Better, which is almost like a Northern Soul tune. Awesome record. Awesome single. One of my all-time Before you hand over to Craig, years. no, before you hand over Craig. to Craig, does this, how does this lead the stereophonic? So the stereophonic, like, what's going on there? What did we decide when something was so big that it kind of dragged something Ghost in Town, it ghosted him in. It, for me, it's a bit of a ghost town moment. Go on, Craig. Yeah, it's fine. Overplayed to fuck. Uh, uh, with Liam. I, re- I remember Liam recommending the album to me. I remember listening to it. I remember enjoying it. And that was, what, 15 years ago? And I haven't listened to it again since. So, yes, it's fine. I don't ever need to hear this song ever again. There's maybe some logic in that, but... Mm, yeah. Matthew? We're getting into territory where we were all hanging out and talking about music, so I remember you pushing this big at the time. And I agree with one of you, and I agree with Craig, that I'm absolutely no no problem with this, but it never really pushed the needle too much. Do you know what I mean? It's all right. It's all right. Again, I'm not going against what you're saying. I was always surprised when it was a duet because it was always kind of the name Gautier was front and centre. I just thought it was that bloke with pen tournament video. But it's, yeah, it's interesting. It's got a little bit of, um, like, the I suppose I, I'm thinking Love Cats, you know, because it's got the kind of, I know it's not a comb in the Love plunky. Cats, but, you know, the plinky plonky yeah. uh, toy box type shit going on. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. It's abs- it's it's the me it's the dictionary definition of fine for me. Hmm. Well, Sorry, mate. No, no, you're absolutely fine. And um, well, let's see if we can um, tickle your needle with the final one of my three. So this is <laughs> unique number one, six hundred and twenty-three. It was number one. We're liking the numbers better. It was number better. one for the first time on the twenty-eighth of January, eighty-nine. Have a chance. Iron modem. Can you give me some more information? No, it was number one for four weeks. It is a featuring, and um, this had bypassed me entirely, I tell you. Um, so, uh, yeah, good luck, lads. Oh, is it someone's got a hold of my heart? Gene Pitney and Mark Armand. I was listening to this last week. It is indeed. What the fuck is this? 
I was listening to this last week because you know about that Mark Almond um, album, uh, Tenement Symphony. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You need to listen to it because it's fucking amazing. So that was 91, and he was given carte blanche by the record label to make that bafflingly brilliant record because of the success of this. Weird. The reason for it existing, I'll be honest with you, I don't know, but I remember it getting huge airplay because it was the new and the old yeah, well, so it was a Gene Penny song, not originally a Gene Penny, but he did the most famous version of it back in the day. But it's been covered by buckets of people. It seems like one of those things that was kind of not a standard, but was very much one of those tracks where everyone had a crack at it until you got the definitive songbook. Yeah, I suppose. Songbook song. Maybe a little bit late yeah, for maybe. normal, for, you know, a classic American song. But we, yeah, that vibe, exactly. Um, it's It suffers from a proper bit of 1989 stank it feels cheap and thin and overly produced um to within an inch of its life and i don't actually rate the performances in it either do you want to whack us in on a minute off the back of what you're saying there drop us in where we can hear some of the vocals and more instrumentation mate I think they're actually real drums as well. Proper, proper throw. But I think people had forgotten how to produce real drums. And the the vocals are that buried in reverb, they may as well just not be there. And it's it's all a little bit strangled. I don't think that Almond and Pitney have like the closest ranges. And I, so they may be like struggling to cross over a bit. And Gene Pitney's getting on by this point anyway, isn't he? I always thought Mark Almond had a chip on his shoulder for the 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 piss he had taken out of him during the soft cell years of being just a kind of camp mime artist. You know, uh, not the nine o'clock news did a lot of uh, Mickey taking. So I always felt in his solo career, he really tried to push the fact that I could bloody sing, lad. I can sing me. Um, quick, do I remember this right? Do you remember there was either an advert for a petrol station <laughs> or Green Shield stamps? It was something like that, that had 24 hours from Tulsa, but a bastardized version. 24 hours from Cleethorpes, something like that. And I've kind of got these around this similar time where there was like some kind of Gene Pitney, you know, spotlight fell back on him. I will, I will dig, I will dig a little bit of research into that when on, on a night where your battery isn't slowly receding. <laughs> like my hairline. Um, Mr. Lowe? I fucking hate Matt Oldman. Oh, really? You're not really? a soft cell person? I, I have such such a complete distaste for Mark Oldman. He could put me into anaphylaxis with that sort of hour. Fucking. I really, really... I, I don't think there's ever been a Mark Oldman track that I've ever particularly... I don't like Tainted Love. I don't like the big soft sell stuff. I really... I've seen, I'm, and I've seen him live a couple of times and I've sat there and gone, this is just... No good if, for me. If you don't like uh, non-stop erotic cabaret, then you can't like soft sell. Like there's no like if that you don't like that point, then I, yeah, I can live with it's not happening for you. Not liking it? soft sell at this point. At this point, oh no, in I'm my saying life, if like if you can't get to that point, then you're yeah. not getting anywhere. No, I'm I am good, uh, Mark. All the best, my friend. But uh, yeah, good lord, no. Oh. And this especially, I mean. Such a, such a 50s throwback track that sits so out of place. It could only be in 1989. This is the only year this could have been number one in 1989, this song. Because 1989, as we know, was fucking bonkers. 
Actually, that's a really good point. Yeah, something like this coming out. That yeah, fair point. Um, I'm dreading to ask this because I feel like I know where Paul Gautier is going to go, but I'm voting Keith Craig. Uh, sorry, Gautier, but no, no the, you you you're you are the center of a shit sandwich. You're a fine mm. in the middle of two steaming lumps of turd for me, unfortunately. That. Uh, was only ever destined for the bin. Uh, you are now somebody that I used to know. Matthew? Unfortunately, it's a soft bin. A soft bin. <laughs> and I can't justify trying to... I can't talk up the Mark Alman thing. It's shite. But I can't <laughs> I can't bring myself to talk up the stereophonics enough to, trans, to like bring you over to the keep side because I know it's not right. Like you know when you've done bad and you need to like make it like atone for it. I've I I know I kind of felt that because I thought I honestly thought you were going to lean into arguing that a little bit more, but yeah, I think you get the bin whilst pointing at yeah. the fridge. Yeah. yeah. Let's oh, hey listen. Comments. Let's hope because there is a real cucumber castle possibility here, so we need to be very lucky and make sure that we we pull this round somehow. Let's see what we've got. Some people like to rock, some people like to roll, but moving and grooving, gonna say, Every single EP got to number one, surely. Let's have a party. Elvis, let's have a party. It's fine. Makes me feel like a worm. <laughs> What's at the door, baby? Oh my God, you're driving me crazy. Unique number one, six, five, nine. Any information, Iron, whatever the fuck it was. Modem. Thanks. It's been one week. On Jan- in January 1991. One week wonder, January 1991. Uh, Craig will know this. Craig will know this with immediacy. Liam... The Smurfs. No, but <laughs> Liam will be aware of the band, as will the rest of the world. Let me put that pen down, press play. Me dancing men here and... Ooh, lovely. Yes, very all the yeses. Queen's last number one. Queen. Yeah. 1991, the trailer single off the album Innuendo. This is the title track. Does it drop? Mate, it's like or six, it six minutes drop. long. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. it's bull it's bull rap too. Yeah. Yeah, it's bull rap too. Has a little flamenco breakdown at about four and a half minutes. Good. What we well, yes, good. That's no right. Shut up. <laughs> 1991 <laughs> scenes Queen's last album of full of originals, trailing the record sees this six-minute song echoing Bow Rap's thematic twists and turns, but if we're being honest, to a lesser effect. Realness will follow. Fred Fred's voice is already gone here. <gasps> the power has left, unfortunately, and just the shrill remains. What is there is gusto though it's it's one hell of a performance with what is left uh for from these denouement the band's denouement this is uh one of the standout points and to be fair of course his fucking voice is gone he's got acquired immunodeficiency syndrome can um, i ask a question 
is this the last one he did while he was alive? Yes. So Made in Heaven followed, which was a posthumous release. Did he get to see this together. released? Yes. Yes, he was still. Yes, he, they, were, yes. they were releasing yeah. singles. Uh, Died in last, November. Yeah, the right. last single that he was alive for would have been "Show Must Go On," but he wasn't. Didn't do a video for that. If you have, if you oh, is this on good, that record? Yeah, if you want a really good hearty cry, go and watch the video for "These Are the Days of Our Lives," which was the last music video that Freddie recorded, and he looks like he has massive AIDS. He is, I, is so he wearing like skeletal. a suit jacket and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's that in one, black. Yeah. It's in black and white, and if you watch the behind the scenes. He was that ill. He could. His clothes were hurting him. He was oh, in that much and he pain. And he was being. He was being propped up as well, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. So let's just let's just roll back for me. Going, his vice is already gone. Yeah, it's because he's dying. However, with what he has left, he gives it a fucking a go that only Freddie Mercury could. Uh, as Craig's already alluded to, the Spanish guitar section will always do it for me because. Here is my Proustian moment. Do, 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 do. Many a Spanish holiday in the early 90s to mid 90s with this on a cassette when we're, we're oh. heading out in our rented Renault Twingo with it cranked up to 10. As my dad takes the turns far too fast and my head stuck through the sunroof. God, I fucking missed that bloke, but what are you going to do? <laughs> of all of Queen's latter-day work, this has the stench of death foretold all over it, which can make it hard to love, but this is one that's a little easier than most from that period. Craig? Uh, lead single from my second favourite Queen album. What? <laughs> Why are we ever surprised when he uh, says anything yeah. like that? I, I mean, It's just amazing. It's, it, I mean, look at the singles off this. I mean, it's got Delilah on it, Craig. It's got a song about his cat, which I'll give him because I said he's dying. But he even meows. Yeah, but it's, not, it's it's got headlong on though. Headlong's cool. It's got headlong on there. It's got slightly mad on there. It's got days of our lives. It's got show must go on. I mean, it's. I mean, as far as Queen goes, I mean, after fucking Miracle and Invisible Man, come on, this is like, yeah. yeah. A massive, it's massive fortunate that he ball. stayed alive long enough so they could write the wrong of the miracle. Craig, do you think you got your point across, my mate? What do you yeah, think? go for this it. Is a, this is a tough one to take, Liam, with a 10-second intro play and then a quick dive in because it's six minutes of, of the final bit of Queen Madness. So I'm going to reserve judgment. As, as mm-hmm. a, a quench heretic, I, um, I don't feel like qualified to actually judge this properly, but... I do adore the show must go on. I think it's beautiful. I think it's it's um a clever a clever wink as he's out the door. Um yeah. And so given this, uh, given that I'm going to give this a kind of very very soft keep so far. Like I'm just edged towards that. Good start. Right. Cool. Okay then. So Got a bit of Proustian for me. Craig genuinely loves it. Off his second favourite Queen album. Put that Boom. on your list, everybody. The second favourite Queen album for Craig is... After Queen 2. Uh, Queen 2 is the favourite. And I can't find a flaw in your argument. Um, and... <laughs> Liam has just gone off our argument and bits of knowledge uh, that he knows about the band around the time as a kind of soft keep. Unique number one, 11.03 comes into view. 
Oh God, this hit the top spot on in August in 2000 and for God's sake. Oof. I'm Oof. really going to struggle. August 2009. Have we any more information? The machine. The machine. Right. I'm not going to go on, but for people that do jump in and out of this podcast, I'm going to have to give a bit of an explanation. So press play, and then when you get to know what it is, very quickly press stop, please. Black Eyed Peas, I got a feeling, stop it. Fuck me. I know you've got a bit of an in- a run in, Matt, but before you do, Craig, are we going on too? Uh, I mean, no. Uh, as as poor as this is, Queen, Queen is Queen is outweighing for me. I'm afraid. Oh my right. god! Hold on, that because I knew this was gonna be tasty, a spicy meat. It was, was gonna be something, a spicy wasp. So, where do I start? As I've already said, I'm not gonna ha- I'm not gonna go hard against the black eyed peas. As you got ten minutes of me doing that on Patreon, but I will paraphrase: the black eyed peas are proper seventh level of hell stuff, devoid of any actual quality. They have honed a niche, creating irritating ditties that have laid siege to the charts inexplicably in my mind, selling in excess of 12 million records along the way, always aspiring to the lowest common denominator and taking every offer of dodgy corporate dollar along the way. They are morally and artistically bankrupt. The band that the internet age loves to hate, but in this case, the millennials ire has landed right on the X. This song, well, it's probably not the worst Black Eyed Pea. Uh, we had that in episode season. 10. Oh, was it? We had Dirty oh. Bit in episode 10. Oh, uh, well, there is there's one more that Dirty perhaps bit. pushes it coming on the way. And it's about someone's tits. Well, my lovely lady lumps. Chicken yeah. <laughs> um, but even if this is one of their better joints... No, I don't think that actually made it to number one. Did it not? Thank the fucking Lord oh, above. Oh, no, but was that just Fergie on her own? No, no it wasn't. It was, it, was a bep. A, it was a It was a, ble- it was a, a Black Happy's joint. Oh, I don't think my humps made it to number one. It didn't get to number two though. This is this is really important. <laughs> this might this might make me keep more and more number regularly. Three. Number three, thank oh god, there is a oh, I'm gonna go to church. Um anyway, even though this is one of their better joints, it's still ball achingly irritating, which made me think, what makes a song irritating? And I reckon catchiness right and then being devoid of any other merit (laughs) right and that gentlemen of the jury leads us here this song samples a david getter song love is gone which was an international hit for the french dance producer in 2007 getter is also a co-producer on the track and that prick should have known better this might have been an insta bin for me but is it my hand that is not possible i also fear there might be pushback on some of my pointers so let me bite down on my bit and go to mr low oh why me why me okay why me? okay let's go to liam I'm I'm quite happy to go on to and bin the fuck out of this. It mm-hmm. could be Bohemian Rhapsody in third spot, and I would still bin this. I, I well, I think you. I don't need to to rail into them. I don't need no. to, I, to I, punch I a rich think... man while he's up. But um, it's just a, 
abysmal, lowest denominator, slug and lettuce shit. I know you play your own game here, Liam, but let me just, just for the listener, you're not just following my prejudice here, are you? Oh, no, I find it vile. I find Will I Am vile. Dreadful human beings. Far too many things in the top top spot. Um, no, I, I think slug and lettuce shite is the best descriptor I can have for this. Um, this is party music for people who don't know how to party. Or they do know how to party, but it's certainly not the party that you want to be at. It, in fact, it's the party that's happening next door to your house at 3am. It's it's the party where someone's ending up in A&E and not in a fun way, in a kind of sort of way. Oh, lovely. Heavens above. Move away. Send me to the light, Mr. Craiglow. Fill up my cup, mazzle off. It, it... <laughs> you, might have to, you might have to fucking bleep that, Matt. Uh, I will do something to it. I'll put oh. it in A&E. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's not the worst of latter-day black IPs. It's auto-tuned to fuck. Yeah. Uh, it's poorly written. It's got terrible <laughs> lyrics. Uh, I mean, one of the lines is jump out that sofa. What What does that even mean? How does one jump out of that sofa? Jump out that sofa? What? It was a sofa Let's bed. Get, get... Someone was oh. made into the sofa accidentally. <laughs> yeah. Jump and it's out a call to sofa. arms. <laughs> oh, uh, but uh, in the seesaw, that is the two songs we pre- presented, uh, Innuendo still slightly peaks it. I'm afraid it's it will, it's all don't, going down. Don't to be the afraid. Next one. Do not be afraid. I'm always this afraid. Is all I'm about. always afraid when it comes to the black eyed peas. It's it's like a torpedo coming on the horizon. <laughs> oh, it's it's such. This is this fucking whole premise of this show is so fucking cruel. I've been sat looking at these three for three days. Oh, let's bring a curtain down. Unit number one, 1262, 1262. Information, please, machine. It's been... For one week, May 2014. I mean, this is the point in the early <laughs> earlier episodes where he's like, any guesses, lads? But yeah. I think we know now, don't we? Hit play. Let's see what you think. It sounds like my doorbell. Actually, you've not pressed play. That is your door, isn't it? Welcome to Uni... Oh, sorry. Welcome to every number one ever. Rita Ora. Oh, God. Or is it written next to her doorbell? Rora. This is I Will Never Let You Down. (laughs) Written next to her doorbell. Again, sounds like a dreadful (laughs) euphemism. I feel uh, unwell. It's written next to her doorbell. Back to the music! I'll be straight with you. This ain't bad. This is really not bad. It just about assures some of can the... We have more... a, can we have a 45 Yeah, seconds? right. Now, I'll tell you what, sure. Liam. If you can find the change from the la- uh, the verse into chorus, please. So, yeah, if you go 35. When you say you've had enough And you might just give it up Oh, I will never let you down feeling but it's the change in dynamic that really surprised me. I'm not Katy Perry, I promise. What's that? I'm not Katy Perry, I promise. 
it just about, it's, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm not going Craig Lowe on you, mate. But Katie Perry's that's not Katie better Perry. than some of the Katie Perry we've heard thus far in this show. Uh, just about to use some of the more obvious tropes of modern pop music. The guitar line in the verse, to use a Liamism, it's cute. Uh, the vocal melody, where for me so much of modern pop formula can be found and just immediately it's snooze fest when you hear the vocal melody in the verse. It's interesting enough. It's cool. It changes. It's mellifluous. It's good. When the vocals get to the patter bit just before the chorus, that pisses me off, but it's not too annoying. The dynamic shift that we've just discussed, that's quite nice. That doesn't happen that much. Oh, I wonder who wrote the song. Calvin Harris wrote the song. She was going out with Calvin Harris at the time. So that, you know, it's got a bit of very kind of Calvin Harris-esque rise saw to that bit, if you know what I mean. When you say saw, do you mean S-O-R-E? S O U R S Sour. Yeah. S H O R E. Um this is Sure. Yeah. This sure. Sure. This is a modern so so sure. Sure, sure. Spelt S O F T. This is a modern song without all the tricks up front, and that's quite refreshing. Rora is inoffensive enough, and the song is Dece. However, I can't honestly, in good faith, keep these three because I can't put Black Eyed Peas in the pantheon of popular music. And I've thought about this for three days and it's bothered me. Argue amongst yourselves. I'm, I'm going to sit in sadness and disgust. Oh, well, uh, let me take the other side of this and... We've we've leapt we've singed in worse than uh, that particular Black Eyed Peas track. Uh, I think a notable last hurrah for Queen and Freddie and the gang. Uh, and you know what, Rita Ora is one of those artists that you hear it and you go, "This is really good. I should listen to more Rita Ora." And then the second it finishes, you forget she exists again. But. <laughs> I have no problem giving this uh, a soft pass in. So it's a yes from me. The, the the soul voice, as I know what's fucking smashing through the wall any second now. Be, before, before, let's let Liam take a run around the block before he hits the microphone here. Um, <laughs> Warming up, limber, limber. So you're you're alright with Black Eyed Peas going in, that's fine. Just just checking. That is cool. And incoming down the final straight. Here he is, it's Liam Maloney. Fucking Benny. <laughs> right. Stop. Do you want, do you want Stop. some logic why? <laughs> yeah, go on. Do, do we need the logic? Wait, other than, other than Will I Am. I feel sorry for Rita Ora. I don't really care about innuendo. But some standards need to be maintained. We, we've not come up for a name for a stinker that drags two Ds down, have we? But for me, this is... I got two decent cards here, but then I got one that said, do not pass go, do not pick up 200 quid, go straight to jail. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's savage. The thing is, though, and Craig knows this now, I have put myself in a real cucumber castle quandary. Yeah. Because realistically, that was a two to one, but the one was that bad I had to bin. Come on, a number two black eyed peas. Let's stink this place right Fuck up. Fuck off, you horrible man. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll take it. 
I'll take it. This is not the radio edit, clearly. <laughs> um, but of course, that is Stardust Music Sounds, Sounds Better, better with, with You yeah. from 1998, which is more or less um, Daft Punk in disguise. It's Thomas <laughs> Bangalter, anyway. No, I think that's all right. Um, let's see if we can... I don't know. I feel like we, we're not well, breaking even break yet it, this episode. Yeah. It feels very hit and miss so far. So, Craig, let's... Well, see if you could take us home, I was going to say. Bring it home, baby. Bin City. Absolute Bin City. Well, why change the habit of an episode? Let's, let's oh, not change on. the habit of an episode. Well, hello there. It's Unique Number 1, number 624. This was number one for two weeks from the 25th of February in the year of our Lord, 1989. Iron Modem, run to the hills for some facts. Lovely. Nada, zip, nada. I'll be honest with you. Again, a song that could only have come out in 1989. I'd never heard this before. Press to play. Oh, Belfast child. Bloody simple <laughs> Can I do a skip in? Uh, you can. Yeah! You, you'll, you'll, need to, you'll need to go to about three and a half minutes for the drop. <laughs> the drop! <laughs> yes, this is, of course, Belfast Child by Simple Minds. It's all very worthy. It's written about the troubles at the height of the troubles. It, the video highlighted all the pain and the suffering of the Irish. Oh, uh, the pain? Yeah, the pain and the suffering of the Irish at the time, to be sure. Uh, but fuck me, it's boring. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Please do not address your pipe bombs to ENOE Towers. Oh, no. Drop me an email, I'll give you Craig's home address. <laughs> no. It's no. so boring. It's so boring. It's so boring. I, I get that it's properly worthy and it brought the attention of the plight to to everything and I'm no but my god it's six and a half minutes and three and a half minutes of that is just dreck <laughs> I quite like simple minds can I can I just oh no st- no stop can Empire I, and Dance can is I great stop, can I stop yeah but this is not this is not I that know. band Liam no can I just stop you there Craig and say it's nothing to do with bringing the plight of the troubles to the, the people of the UK mainland, we were fully aware of this. This yeah. is all to do with Jim Kerr and his massive cock, right? <laughs> wanting to Does be Bono and wanting to be U2. And because U2 had taken a break and had gone a bit weird, they thought, we'll have a bit of that. That's what this is all about. No, the audacity of this. I mean, this was released on the Ballad of the Streets EP. You know how many tracks are on this EP, this extended play? There's two fucking tracks. That's not an EP, that's a single, my friend. That is a single. What's the other track called? I'm just Googling for uh, dick pics for Jim Kerr. Uh, Mandela Day. Because why not drag the South Africans in oh, and all? No, 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 no. They were uh, the... Concert, the the what you call it, the Wembley concert the year before with Jerry Dammers, they uh, oh, right. they they basically played a lot with that. That's something we're going to have to cover at some point. By the way, there's so many of these one-off festivals that we need to wade into. Yeah, because there was a version of Beko um, with Gabriel. Yes, that I think, that's on, I think that's on the that's on the twelve that's on the twelve inch. 
both cities. So, yeah, worthy and all that. Did you find a picture of uh, Jim Kerr's cock, Liam? Uh, Polly Yates, no, by the way. Polly Yates, uh, it was her that said. He uh, ah. he had a massive lash. Had a snake on him. Um, no, I couldn't find one, unfortunately. Um, should we move on? <laughs> I think we What's definitely... Your view? No, 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 no. What's your view, Liam? Actually, get yourself out of this. What's your battery on? Um, so I can, I can. Uh, we're on forty-four percent, so I've got enough time to say the word "distended" as a as a good descriptor for this. Excellent okay. work. Right. Well, let's move on swiftly. What could be better than a random slow song from nineteen eighty nine? Well, hello there, unique number one, number one thousand and fifty-four. Before we go any Oof. further, I am Modem. Can you play with facts? It's been These songs are terrible, honestly. <laughs> that took a lot of key pressing, I must and say. The hits just keep on coming. That's a one-week wonder from a cowl adjacent uh, and also for charity. Now, as we've assessed more recently. Please stop doing an Irish accent. <laughs> as we've assessed recently, this when it comes to charity, this came out in March, so shot in the dark of the charity. Comic relief. Also, what side of the border are you with your accent <laughs> Stop there? Stop asking him about it. It's going to be so much. I'm going to have to cut out of this. It's going to be four minutes long, this episode. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be one long beep, that offensive Irish accent. Oh so <laughs> right, so what, what year are we on I, again? I have not Craig? a clue. 2007. If it's any help to you, it's a cover, as all of them were. At this point, Gareth. Ga- oh no, yeah, Gareth Gates. He did do um, Spirit in the Kumars. Sky with the Kumas. Yeah, that is, is that incorrect. Oh. oh, I thought I had oh, it then. Is it we- is it Westlife with their Billy Joel cover? That's a good guess, but again, it's not right. Let's press play. Girls allowed walk this way. Yeah, what Sugar the fuck is this piss? It is Walk This Way, quite obviously, which, for some strange reason, that's the only time you hear the riff in this entire song, the most famous part of Walk This Way, quite possibly. They cut that out in between each verse and chorus for the rest of the song, inexplicably. Stephen Tyler rolling in his grave. Ladies and gentlemen, he's not dead. Absolutely. <laughs> he's not dead! <laughs> At the time of recording. Oh, at the time of recording. One, <laughs> uh, I I know I've tried to make it my quest to get every comic relief single into the Pantheon, but even by my standards, oofy doofy, this is poopy. This is awful. <laughs> Can I ask what? Iteration of the sugar babes. This oh was. Christ knows at this point <laughs> version five. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, who knows at this? Have point. you seen that they've come back around now and they're they're originally uh, excuse, the original Excuse selves. me, excuse me. What did you call them, Liam? The original three. Do you not know that they called the sacred the... three? Uh, do you know what? I was searching for what iteration it was, and then <laughs> I can't completely, be I looked at my phone and thought, <laughs> "Who cares?" So what a waste really? of bandwidth that who is. Cares? <laughs> <laughs> Liam's depreciating battery here. We're going to have to set up a fund for him. We're on 41. 41. 41. So the sugar babes was 3% of your battery. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
No. Not worth Not it. Not even worth it. Yeah, this is awful. This is awful. This is awful. Why take one of the most classic hip-hop rock collaborations of all time and bang two pop... Well, one popular girl band of the time and the Sugar Babes uh, and get them to... <laughs> Oh yeah, because we're we're like we're past push the button here, aren't we? Like the, this is like the the barrel scrapings of the band. I mean, this is we couldn't get the Spice Girls, we couldn't get any other girl band. All Saints weren't getting back together. Who else is there? Fucking hell, who's in the Sugar Babes now? No one, no one. Oh, and another blonde. Right, let's get them in. <laughs> yeah, wow. this this stinks up the joint. Comment, Richard Curtis, shame on you. Richard Curtis was in the Sugar Babes. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> replace Mutt, yeah. When did that happen? When's it my go? It's like jury duty. It just comes round and you have to be oh, in the sugar babes. Babes is the, the post-millennial I'm going to be dead honest with you, mate. Yeah. I've already looked at the sell-by date. I know it's gone. <laughs> I know it's gone. And I'm moving towards the bin. Good. I'm not sure if there's much that can make me think that this is edible. Well, let's... you can always make a soup. Yes, well, let, let's draw a line under this whole charade <laughs> with Hello There, Unique Number One, Number 1069. Uh, nice. This was number one for five weeks. Five weeks from the 23rd of February in the year of our Lord 2008. For the final time this week, Iron Modem, bring your daughter to the facts. <laughs> <laughs> no, can we have a minute for the stupid. best one? We're fifty-one episodes. <laughs> We're fifty-one episodes in, and that's the best. That was. <laughs> I need to wee. I need to wee. It was that good. You've made him piss. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Nothing. Not worth it. Right. Uh. God. Yeah, you, you'll get this instantly, but uh, go, go for it. Oh, Duffy. Oh, mercy. It is, it Duffy. is, it is Duffy. Hello, Amy Winehouse. I'm sorry, another part of your soul has been stolen and marketed to the mass populace with another 60s throwback song. This is awful. I'm sorry, I'm pinning my fucking colours to the mass. None of this deserves to be kept. I mean, it's it's fucking Duffy. Oh. I'm surprised you have that response. Really? I, have we met? That, okay, Liam. Liam, let's go to you. There, there seems to be some pushback from... I didn't realise there was a, a Duffhead in the in the, in the the car. Her <laughs> <laughs> yeah. legions of fans. Duffheads. I, I thought she was kind of interesting. I, I thought she was trying to do something... Not Amy Winehouse-esque. I thought she was trying to do something that di- didn't require you smoking 90 cigarettes a day and having a lot of piercings. I I liked her. I thought she was kind of like harking back to, again, that same period as Winehouse, but doing the kind of almost like Scylla Black, Petula Clark thing. And I thought it was kind of a cool little throwback and something no one had attempted. And she did it quite well. And the video for Mercy, as well as Mercy being just a fucking banger, the video for Mercy will always stick in my head because it's that kind of slow-mo, northern soul dance, I think. Um, I'd, and Rock Ferry was a good record. Warwick Avenue, I thought, was a nice attempt at some kind of interesting soul. I've got a lot of time for Duffy. Plus, girl had a fucking rough ride, but that's we're not doing sympathy. Yeah, right. Do you know what? I wasn't going to bring up the realness. Yeah. 
Well, this, this isn't right. about kind of sympathy, can we, can we... but yeah, like, fucking hell. Yeah, no, let, let's leave the realness, Duffy, bless you, good on you. Um, I I couldn't get past her tremulous voice. She could sing, but the vibrato just drew, drove me mad. All right, interesting. Warwick Avenue, I thought was a... Hang on. Warwick Avenue, better intonation, I thought was great, but it needs someone else to do it. I don't think she's got a bad voice. It just wibbles too much for me. Wibbles. Yeah. Well, wibbles. I thought, right, I've said tremulous, I've said vibrato, and I've said wibbles. So then every fucker knows what I mean, right? She was, she sort of fit the same, not musically, but in terms of appeal, it was sort of the same people who probably bought that first Nora Jones album. Yeah, but also, you got to say with Craig as well, the people that bought into the Winehouse thing, do you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. not the same. It's not the same, but it is, it's almost like you buy in Dusty Springfield in 67 and also buy in Sandy Shaw. It's, the it's same, like you the buy the people, Winehouse, you buy the Duffy. Same people yeah. went out and bought Eliza Doolittle off the back of this. Who? Exactly. Right, so you've a little bit of pushback with Duffy, but Craig's already binned. Liam, I've got to ask you the question. Does Duffy make you think soft keep? And it'll only be a soft keep, surely. So, I quite like Simple Minds. Oh, go this away. I good... mean, we're not no, basing no, 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 on no, no, band no. history. We're going off the song. I... Let me finish. I quite like Simple Minds. I do not like this Simple Minds. Yay. I think that Walk This Way thing is a car crash. And I feel really sorry for Duffy because she's getting dragged down like um, Captain Ahab in the clutches of the whale like queen in the like, she's three. going down with the ship unfortunately <laughs> um i've got a bin it i can't I, I, that means it's is all it, been bins, is, it trips? But... is it trips bins oh no it's two to one i mean i fucking love that now get it fucking down belfast child i quite like simple minds i even went up to alive and kicking with simple minds that's how far i went with them fuckers <clears throat> and then i remember discovering this and thinking well You've let you down. You've let me down. You've let everyone down. So put it in the fucking bin. Which means, for the first time in a long time, actually, we have three whole bins across. Well, we did the... say we did we did say that we were getting far too much in in our stat attack. So I think it right that we uh, sort of correct some of these figures. So, but please tell me what dress I'm dragging into the pantheon. Was that Drek or Dross? I mean, it was a mixture was of both. Was it Drek? Or, it almost Dress. sounded Greek. I'd order that as a starter. Mm. Oh, lovely. Be good. Be good. It's debatable. Oh, hang on. In the night, there are sights to be seen. Stars like jewels. This is Joe Brown, A Picture of You. Right, so Joe Brown. Friend still knocking about, Joe Brown. So, Joe Brown, A Picture of You. Um, Joe Brown is um, alive. Yes. He's 82. He's got bad hair. Um, it, this was released on Pi. It Pie. managed to do... Nine weeks in the top five, apparently. Um, in 1962, it peaked at number two. Good mates um, with George Harrison. Best man at George yep. Harrison's wedding, yeah. 
He turns up as a talking head on a lot of things, Joe Brown. He's a very knowledgeable Very chap. much an also-ran, though, it seems. Absolutely. But, Liam, he was there. And as we've always said, it's the people that were there. <laughs> and remember it. It's the <laughs> of this situation. That's going to have to be cut because no one has a clue what I'm on about. But those are the people no. that write the book. And Joe Brown's one of them. I can't claim that as a victory or a cucumber. No, it's... no that, feels, that feels unsatisfyingly vague, doesn't it, as a way to end the show? Yes. We've ended on a brown. But that's where we're ending. So, fuck it. Oh, what a mess I've made of the kitchen. The bin is overflowing and the, the bin men haven't even been this week. They've, they've refused to empty my bins bin. because of the stench wafting from those bin. tracks. Uh, but what did you think, dear listener? Uh, did you think that we made the right choice in binning everything this yep. week? Uh why not let us know? Head over to www.everynumberoneever.com where you'll find various links to our various sites. Other than that, head over to Facebook and check out ENOE Podcast to find out the latest things and pieces there. Head over to x.com because Elon still holds on that this is cool uh, and search for us at ENOE Podcast. Bin.com. If you fancy throwing a few pennies our way, you can head over to every number one ever at Patreon at patreon.com slash ENOE Podcast. Uh, we have all sorts of content here. Uh, new episodes of Long Play Replay now up there and they are just knee-slappingly good. Here's a little clip. <laughs> Andy's chocolatey tones go and we're to this wonderful instrumental break <laughs> offensive flute. offensive flute bit of herp albert and then some offensive flute oh, i mean it has its place yeah in the back of a charity shop bin <laughs> He does now. Unbought. Will will not. <laughs> oh, 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 the hilarity. It just makes my sides ache. Uh. <laughs> the thing is, the, I love how he, he's left that gap and now I need to find something funny in it. These aren't actually no, funny. They're, they're, just, they're just relatively entertaining. Yeah, I know. I don't I don't want you to put anything funny in there. I literally want you to I want you to put the driest, most boring <laughs> bit of nonsense in there. <laughs> Uh, so yes, you'll find podcasts like that on there. You'll find all sorts of extra content. You'll find a picture of me with the lead singer of Forgotten Naughties Band, Orson. Yes. Correct. Uh, but more importantly, Mr. Maloney, your battery is not quite dead. So quickly, tell us how the Pantheon stands this week, sir. We're at 31%. So we have Into the Bin this week has gone... Everything. Fucking everything. So that includes Stereophonics Dakota. Alongside somebody I used to know by Goat Ye and Kimbra and Mark Allman fisting Gene Pitney. Okay, as well no. as No? Um as well as Queen's innuendo. Um Bep had a feeling that they were heading for the bin, and Rita Aura has also existed. Um Simple Minds with Belfast Child, Walk This Way with Girls Allowed and Matt doing his stint as Mutya from the Sugar Babes and Duffy's Mercy. We didn't have any. All of them have gone into the bin to be replaced by, in order, Elvis Presley's Let's Have a Close Brackets Party. Um, Music Sounds Better With You by Stardust, Nay, 
Daft Punk, and something called Joe Brown and Victory. And that is the state of what a win! What no, a winning afraid. week! What, what, pantheon this week. What, what, what were the entries into this pantheon of popular music that we're creating? What, what? You know what? If those had been compiled in a different order, if we'd had like someday, I used to know. Innuendo keep. and mercy. No, it's a keep. I reckon no, that I, would have I, all I gone in, I right? I think, yeah. I think that's a keep. It's the, the thing is, Liam. This that it, that's not the game. Is the breaks right, Craig? Thank you so much, mate. You're welcome. See you later. Thanks, Liam. I'll see you soon. A joy. See you soon, my love. And any of this is only worthwhile if you tune in and give us a listen. This has been every number one ever. This is Stardust. The music sounds better with you. Have a great week. I love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>